Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. That was a weird pause. I was gonna oh, I was gonna say, could I fade it out a little slower? Well, yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, here's my here's my pressing question before we get into discussion. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the jack in the box on the way to work mm-hmm. that you used to go to was closed. It is. Where did that come from? I had to go all the way up to Bergfeld Park and then come down. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a hankering for the sandwich. I was going to say, did you get that wow. ultimate breakfast sandwich? Yes, ultimate breakfast sandwich. I'm telling you, like, it. it's just, like, I know it's it's like fast food breakfast, and so sometimes you get bit in the rear end with that. Well, please tell, for people who don't know, though, tell them what all's in it, because I mean, it's, it, like, it's, a, it's a John sandwich for sure. Yeah, it's it's a bun. Like, it's not, it's not like a biscuit. It's a word from our sponsor. Right. <laughs> he's, no, he's passionate about this sandwich. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you should try it. I don't, I don't know if you're going to like it. Just tell him about all the meat that's in it. Yeah, quick, no, it's, it's got ham and bacon and two eggs and cheese. So, like, that's, it's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not, it's not a small breakfast sandwich. No. It's it'll stick, it'll stick with you. It's a big deal. The only one that I like better is uh, Blue Store in Noonday. Has a breakfast croissant that's amazing. We haven't reached out to them for sponsorship yet. Exactly right. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Paul, you look like you had something to say. (laughs) No, he's got (laughs) Okay. Uh Tact maturity there. I like that. Skinny guy over there doesn't eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I personally, (laughs) sorry, there's no segue for this. We did not talk about kind of that historical... Uh, World War One reference. Yeah, oh, World War One reference. The reference. Yes. And I both times I heard it, I was like, "Dude, that is so cool." <laughs> I thought yeah. that was so cool. Yeah. Someone was. What's interesting is where it came from. Was apparently a website that shows the value and the value of scripture as accurate. That that so often people are quick to, you know, dismiss something in the Bible, and they're like, "Well, the Bible's like, like, well, you." Don't assume that it's not, I mean, it does, it is not meant to be just a history book. It's not meant to be primarily a science book. It's not meant to be those things. A war tactics book. Yeah, exactly. But it isn't that it does not speak to those as well. Right. And so, um, you know, if, if, if you're not careful, you can dismiss it too quickly yeah. in regards to some of those areas. So anyway. I, I also love that they tried it. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah, exactly. what are we going to do? Oh, we could just, we could try this. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and it worked. Mackerel, it worked perfectly. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's I had to stop after reading one. The website was full of examples of stuff like that. And I had to move along and Mm. get back to the rest of the sermon. So uh, but it was good. It was very good. So we did the first part of it. And this next week, we're going to kind of, I'm guessing, start on Saul's rash vow. Um, Yeah, pretty soon. Let's see. We're going to pick up. I think we made it through verse about 15. So we're going to talk about that and then talk about the ephod, what that's going, what's going on there. Um, because you get this, I mean, what's really kind of a horrifying, like this is, there's so many times that I, you know, Saul does stuff, for example, and I think, yeah, that's not good, but, but okay. I mean, I can imagine doing that, like, like panicking when the, you know, the Philistines are there and there's a whole bunch of them and the people are starting to scatter and we haven't yet done the sacrifice and it's been, you know, almost seven full days and Samuel's not showing up. Like you could kind of imagine going like, you know what? We this must this. just be God telling me to do it myself. Like, yeah. like I could totally see misreading that moment and going with it. 
This this one's this one's bad. This one's tough to me because it starts with, I believe, with Saul saying, "The Philistines are scattering." It's like he's learned a lesson. The Philistines are scattering. This looks like an obvious moment, but let's let's talk to God. So, um, and that's in, in verse eighteen. So Saul says to Ahijah. Bring the ark of God here. And by the way, most commentaries think that should be ephod, not ark. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a it's kind of the generalized word for box that can mean the ark. But but there's a a lot, of, especially since the very next thing is about the ephod. They reference the ephod twice. Like it's it could be the ark. It's 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 if it is that they're using the ark somehow as connected to the ephod. The ephod being the the little bag that has like two. Mm-hmm. Has the two stones, yeah, Urim and the Thummim. So, Thummim, Thummim, and so, um, so he does this. He says, "Bring it here," and they bring it to him. And uh, now it says in verse nineteen. So while Saul was talking to the priest, the tumult in the camp of the Philistines increased more and more. So Saul said to the priest, "Withdraw your hand." In other words, man, forget it. We're just going to go. And so, whatever that amount of time that it would take to draw the stone. Saul gets impatient. I was like, nope, nope, we just need to go now. Forget about it. Ignore it. Forget. Let's just go attack. Instead of, and and yet he does apparently at this point have time to say, and anyone who eats before nightfall, before I avenge myself and my enemies will be cursed. So that's that's the, it's it's a moment where it's, if you can imagine going, okay, we're going to gather everybody together and pray for this church decision. And then everyone kind of gathers up and you go, and I go, um, well, never mind. I know what we need to do. I thought that came later. Which one? Hit the um, curse or the. Well, we don't know when he does it because it doesn't tell us until yeah. later. It says Saul had done this. Mm-hmm. And so the assumption has to be it's before the people scatter and start chasing the Philistines that when he gives that instruction. But it doesn't tell us till down to verse 24. Hmm. Saul had laid an oath on the people saying, curse be the man who eats food until it is evening. So he had done that at some point earlier in the day yeah. before they got started. Well, he doesn't have a whole lot of uh, luck with commanding his people unless he threatens them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. He had to threaten him with the ox early on. Mm-hmm. This will be your ox. <laughs> so anyway... That's just an intriguing. That yeah, I, it's uh, it's a tough thing. I think that it shows that he's not a great leader, but he also hasn't been put in a position to lead greatly. Yep. Um, in terms of his followers, but I don't know, man. Like that's it's definitely it's it's funny to me. Like the we there's a few times in scripture that you see somebody making a rash vow. Yep. Um. And I think it's interesting that God kind of points him to how to how to fulfill his vow. Like it's not like he doesn't tell him later right. on with the Urim and the Thummim as well. Right. Like, oh no, this is who you this is your vow. It's right. your son. Right. Like which is interesting. I also so think that's it's the funny toughest that, part of this, by the way. I I'm loving to get y'all's input on it. I also think it's funny uh that the people of Israel ransomed him but we don't like we don't have any like it says ransomed but we don't have any ransom other than them saying no right it's it feels like by ransom it just means talked him out of it yeah 
Did they give something give else? Something, yeah, yeah. To, that we're not yeah, told what. King. Yeah, that's a good. Did that's, somebody step forward? I, I, I'll die. I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, right. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think so. But at the same time, it doesn't tell us. It just says the word ransomed, which right. has a specific meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not talked him out of. There's a ram in the bushes. Exactly. Right. That's yeah, yeah, that's right. exactly where my mind went though. Was like now we've got Saul about to sacrifice his son, right? An offering that God did not ask for, um, and uh, you know you have Abraham before um, offering his son, which God did ask for, and God answering with them. I don't mm. know. It just makes me wonder. Like, would God have provided something if Saul had been allowed to go through? Whatever ritual was about to happen, whether it be just killing his son right there, I don't right. know. Or is this the ram in the thicket? Is this the people of Israel saying, "Ah, uh-uh. right," that they're they're just they're already aware that they can't trust, yeah, Saul's spiritual leadership in regards. But again, I think, uh, and then the other. Uh, idea of this the rash vow that i'm thinking of is in judges um and when jephthah yeah when jephthah mm-hmm. um I'll actually sacrifice does sacrifice his yeah daughter holy cow like that's such a terrible um whatever it's it this reminds me i mean all through judges you remember the theme of judges hopefully everybody who's listening remembers the theme of judges everybody did what was uh Right in their own eyes. eyes. Yeah. Um, like that Saul is still doing what's right in his own eyes. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know God. We had a brief Samuel knew God. Right. And now we've got a leader again, but he doesn't know God. And so he's just doing what's right in his own eyes. And what's right in these people's eyes at this time is to sacrifice um, to manipulate God. That's not, that's not the God that they serve, but they don't know that. Right. You know, anyway, there's just a lot. What What are y'all's thoughts on why, why do the stones fall on Jonathan? Who seems to be the only truth. person who didn't sin. Sure. But that wasn't the question. Um, who it is. Uh, Saul said, come here, all you leaders of the people and know and see how this sin has arisen today. For as the Lord lives, who saves Israel, though it be in Jonathan, my son, he shall surely die. So, so God is not giving Saul the answer he wants. He's either somehow not communicating with him at all, or he's telling him no. And Saul wants to know. So basically Saul goes into Joshua mode. Okay. The God is not giving this to us. There must be sin in the camp. Yeah. Who is the sinner? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. So the people had eaten meat with blood in it. Mm-hmm. In in my in my mind, like I, I yes, like I don't I don't think that I think God is answering what Saul is asking, which is who did this thing that I told everybody not to do. Yeah. And so God's going to tell him it's Jonathan because that's the truth. Jonathan did that. Right. But Jonathan didn't do anything wrong. 
Right. That's what's so wild about mm-hmm. this. And yet God put God or un, unwillingly <clears throat> did something. Certainly yeah, unwittingly. Yeah. yeah. He didn't but know that he was doing something. He didn't know he was doing something wrong, but then clearly confesses to it as if he yeah. did it. I think right. it's because God takes vows really seriously. Okay. I think that, and, and again, I don't think God's saying, yeah, Jonathan deserves to die. Let's do this. Right. I think he's telling the truth because that's the truth. You're asking who broke the vow. I'm going to tell you who broke the vow. All right. Any other, any other thoughts? I don't know. There, there really is such a weird um, progression here through Saul's life. And we've kind of mentioned it before, but the idea of like when and why God blesses yeah. Saul's efforts. Um, Cause you see things like where he gets it, you know, again, clearly it's like you're, he's either just in the wrong or then just ignorant of the right. Yeah. And sometimes that still works out in the favor um, his favor and God chooses to do something anyways. Or again, sometimes that there's, it, there's like no connection to it. Um, and God all of a sudden chooses to say, yes, here's, here's now my blessing that falls upon you. Um, or here's my silence. And then Saul goes and does something. And apparently in God's silence, Saul still can be victorious. Um, you know, we, we still get, I guess it's coming up even in the next uh, or at the end of 14, um, where it, you know, summarizes still of, he does apparently valiantly strike down yeah. a lot of these enemies, um, and is mentioned again, at least in a favorable sense, um, being a deliverer of Israel out of, uh, from their, from their enemies. And so just kind of that, the, always the irony of God's blessing, um, here, you know, oftentimes coming for those who are obedient or then sometimes just his blessing coming because God is sovereign right. and chooses chooses to do so. And I think the dangerous thing, and you hinted at this, um, and the dangerous thing is when we take them one for one and then think similarly, well, we now can control God's right, blessing exactly. yeah, no. by what I found we the do. pattern. I found, yeah, here's here's how to rub the genie's lamp in order <laughs> right. to get right. the genie to grant you the three wishes. And yeah. so um, to... to it always needs to be that wrestling with the understanding of God's sovereignty um, and God's reward to the faithful and the obedient. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and again, I just think that there's so much that you see it really confusingly in, you know, in Saul's life as it's you know patterned out to be. And so I, I think it is intriguing. I guess I had never thought beyond the, um, Kind of like you said, John, just the answer to the question. Um, he made a vow. It was Jonathan. So Jonathan is revealed. Right. Um, again, and I probably put that more towards Jonathan himself saying, this is what I did, dad. And so yeah. I guess it's, I guess I will now go be the fulfillment of your vow and go to my death. But for him to be revealed as the sinner, when that is the question, when clearly right. there was so much other sin. Yeah. But again, is this now just being hasty and saying the Lord was silent, didn't speak to the priest. And so he's like, well, let's, let's just grab the, the, grab the stones, grab the, uh, go, go bring me the bag. Let's figure something out. Like, let's Mm. keep this moving. Let's keep this going. And (laughs) 
Yeah, this the is just tr- troubleshooting. Like, okay, what should I do? Ne- what should I do next to figure this out? Kind of a thing. Sometimes yeah. even what and, should I have done last time oh, and didn't do? Gotcha. And so I'm gonna do that this time. He's yeah. looking for. He's kind of doing the same thing. He's looking for that pattern. Oh, am I supposed to do it this way or that way? And so I did it this way. I did it wrong way. Oh, that that didn't go. Okay, so now I'm gonna do it the right way. Um. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna do it the right way. No, you know what? Forget that. I'm just gonna go ahead and go into. It. And then it, like it's it's this. Like, he's not ever focused in on. How's, what's the right way to do this? Do I make vows? Do I ask God? Do I make proclamations? Like, do I threaten the people? Is it, and it's, he's all over the map with it. And it it's yeah. really wild. To me, I think, I mean, I, I think I would just phrase it differently because I think he's trying to do it the right way. Like he's always trying to do it the right way, but in ourselves, we are thrown about in an ocean of the right ways there's, there's a lot of things that can seem right in our own eyes. And in the moment they do, like, it's not, it's not that all of a sudden he changes his mind for no reason whenever the, um, whenever he doesn't consult the Urim and the Thummim the first time. Right. He, there's a huge racket coming from the, um, Philistines. Right. And he knows his son is over there. And so I think, (laughs) Let's let's go, like guys. Right. We we gotta go. We gotta go. We don't have time. We gotta go, right? Um, and so like there's there's that, and then there's the like um, everybody seems to be fainting of heart. Nobody eats. Like stop stopping. Right. Nobody eats until this gets done. Come on, let's go. And you know, Jonathan's like, what? Whenever he hears about it. Yeah, later. Like, why would why would he why do would that? Like, do that? No, 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 no. Like, we need to. Do you see how like much better I got when when I just had a little bit of honey? Right. Like, we need this in order to keep moving. But I mean, just he's just he's just Peter without Jesus. Hmm. Um, and he doesn't he doesn't know. Like, he's trying to do it in his own mind instead of. I mean, I, if I were him, Samuel would be right by my side. <laughs> right. I would not be letting Samuel go anywhere else. Sorry, you're right here. Yeah, exactly. Like, you you need to be right here because um, I don't know what I'm doing. Absolutely. There is there is some thought that the reason the Urim and the Thuman don't speak and then give a ridiculous answer is, is that because it's not, it's not speaking reflected. for God at all. Yeah, it's not reflected. This is just this now is just, a couple of stones. Yeah. And that you have a descendant of Eli pulling stones out of a bag. And the fact that it falls on the one person who probably isn't guilty of sin in the entire camp mm-hmm. is sign that like this guy's just pulling out colored stones. Now, Jonathan is going to take the responsibility mm-hmm. because of who Jonathan is. And the, but the, here's what's wild. The people don't treat it as authoritative. I mean, the people they saw these people, whoever they are, saw the stones fall on Jonathan and they they then either defy the priest and the Saul and Saul and the stones or they're defying God mm-hmm. and there's no reference to God saying you don't mm-hmm. you this was my call I picked Jonathan you sacrificed Jonathan there's nothing it's weird how you get these moments in Samuel for example we've run into it in some other books when it's like they just forget that they're, it's like they're, they're running around doing God things, but without God. Yep. And this feels that way. This whole passage has this weird, like, do we talk to God? Do we not? Is God speaking to us? Is he not? And 
God is not speaking to us through the stones, apparently. I don't, we don't know exactly what it means that it says that God wouldn't speak to Saul through the stones, or wouldn't speak to Saul. And yet, so then Saul comes back to use the stones again, even though it seems like, and he goes on the assumption there's sin, which is not what God said. God didn't say there's sin in the camp, find out who the sinner is. Like it's it's just wild to read this, the, the frantic nature of of this no one no one seems to just stop and do what probably Samuel would have told them to do, which was just just stop or door I mean it had been something some clarity. Saul needed a king. Um, he was not ready to be a king. he needed a king. He might have been a good leader under a king, under a good king, under a Samuel. but Anyway, it's it's well, a the point weird passage. Would have been for him to be a king under the prince under God, right? Exactly, and he just doesn't know God. Yeah, and I, th- I think that there's you know I think again what's telling here, at least with the people coming and usurping the king's you know kind of desires, no matter what this ransomed, actually how it plays out or not doesn't play out. I think it shows that really who's still in charge is still the people. Yep. The people want the people in charge. Right. Um, the people want a king because they want to right. be like the other nations. Um, but really what they want, the moment that the king goes against anything they want, they still want to be the ones calling the shot. Right. Um, so I think it just continues to show the hard-heartedness of the people wanting essentially whatever they want. They want to be king, despite even who they're calling maybe to somebody to be king. Um, and I think it shows that they are still king. God is letting them still be their yeah. own king um, because Saul's not king in this moment. He gives yeah. up his kingship here um, for the people's wishes. Um, and so, again, you can see this is nature of, of Saul just kind of scraping, scraping by any sense of success in leadership. Um, yeah. And so, oh, a threat worked? Great. I'll threaten again. Oh, it didn't work this time? Okay, great. I'll move towards, you know, the 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 bag of rocks. Okay. And then we'll do, and so you just see this, like how can he manipulate anything that's kind of moving towards a win of, of placing himself as King over these people. And what it's proved, what he's proven to do is because he's not following the Lord's, he's proven himself not to be King in the right place. And the people know it. And so they just somewhat in some way work through defying him and getting him to change his mind when they didn't like his choice. So it's intriguing. It's it's a in in all of this, all the only like when I read through it, I'm like, yeah, this sounds like people, mm-hmm. and this sounds like human beings, and this is how human beings are, and we should be able to see ourselves in all this. For me, the most confusing part of this passage is that the stones draw up Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, and and it may be so. I mean, one of the patterns, one of the scriptural patterns, is that the firstborn son is demanded for the sins of the father. <clears throat> we see that several times. That's a, that is an actual pattern mm-hmm. that we see is that the firstborn son pays the sins of the, dies because of the sins of the father. And so is this God drawing forth Jonathan to, in order to try to teach Saul a lesson? Um, Cause the, the death of a son is bad for the son, but the father is the one truly destroyed by it. And so whether it's, you know, Abraham commits a sin against um, Hagar, and then God demands Isaac of him, and then God redeems Isaac instead um, to show Abraham grace, or the King David's son 
dying or the people of Egypt, their firstborn sons dying. Like this is mm-hmm. a, um, and apparently the, the Bible project people did a series on this recently about the firstborn son. And that was one of the patterns they were surprised at even how often they found it was mm. that what God demanded of the sins of the father was the death of the son. Um, and so maybe that's this, maybe it's that simple that God says that God is drawing forth Jonathan in order to punish Saul. Um, it certainly is going to happen. I mean, it happens with Eli, Eli, I'm going to, your sons are going to die. And then, um, but you, you find that all through Elimelech's sons die. So there's a, you find that pattern a lot. Maybe that's what this is. And I don't, I don't know the role of the firstborn son sometimes is to pay for the sins of the father. Um, but it is, and, and, you know, when Jonathan takes responsibility for it, it's really wild that he says, I'll do it. I'll, I'll take this, I'll take the death because I mm-hmm. did eat the honey and he doesn't even explain it. He doesn't say, I mean, I, when I did it, I didn't know. Right. I wasn't defying you. I didn't know. Um, I don't know. This is a tough one for sure. And it'll that, be fun to dig through. Ultimately he does do it. Um, it does go through. I mean, here Saul says this, you know, in his, in his command to then the, to Jonathan, uh, God do so to me and more also to you, you shall surely die, Jonathan. Yeah. And this is, what are we in? We're still in 14 at this point and by th- chapter 31. Oh yeah. It's fulfilled. Oh, it, that is absolutely right. Yeah. So God, Jonathan God allows them both to die in that battle mm-hmm. against Philistines, mm-hmm. in fact. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to see that play out. Whew. Be encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs>